0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or
1: situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.
0: Going on everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of the Vile Files. Uh where are we? We're in the lulls of December. Mm -hmm. Are we not? Is it December? Fuck, I don't know. I live in LA. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real thing being in warm weather growing up in cold weather.
2: Is it? You miss it? I feel like you would be happy you weren't slopping. It's not that I miss it
0: and something I'm not happy. It's that you just literally don't know like what month it is yeah or the seasons. like so much of my life was predicated on like the seasons changing and climate changing and you would just feel like it's september and then you feel like it's you know november yeah you'd feel when march and april would roll around or you'd feel july june and july now it's just like i don't know you wake up you're like i don't know
2: yeah
0: uh anyways uh hope everyone's having a great day great episode today
2: Grocery Store Joe.
0: Grocery Store Joe. Uh, Rochelle has a bit of a you know a female boner going on this episode. You have a I, crush on you, Joe. You were you were an early Joe Stan.
2: I was. I even wrote a tweet about him that made it onto back in the, the, day. the yeah back in the you day. While, while the, I was watching, you
0: were one of the people who fed into the totally Joe was, Twitter anomaly.
2: Yes, and they showed my tweet at the uh, Hello. yeah on the what screen was the tweet? it was just like some meme but i made it about uh grocery store joe was pretty uh, one
0: funny. i remember seeing one and I, I really chuckled uh is that uh something about it was referring to grocery store joe and it was we know uh two things about becca and one is that she's blind <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes,
2: <laughs> because yes. she sent
0: home uh joe it
2: was so hard for us as audience members to understand but i guess If you were there, he was really awkward.
0: When you hear Joe talk about it in this episode, he shed some light on why he truly just had to go. Yes. There was really no no option. option. (laughs) Um, It doesn't matter what you look like. If you're that weird, Uh, chicks won't dig you. Yeah, I guess so. Um,
2: You were at the comedy store this week.
0: I was at the comedy store. uh, Did a little bit of stand-up. Not really.
2: Yeah, you did. Not. I mean... No. That's so cool. That's like a bucket list thing.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, it was a really neat experience. Uh, I, I think it's going to come out hopefully in January. David Spade has a, a great new show called Lights Out, and he's doing this kind of secret, uh, secret stand up, if you will. And he, you know, he, he feeds you jokes, and I. Uh, in your ear and you kind of just repeat whatever he says not knowing what the jokes will be uh-huh. um, so he's a
2: big bachelor fan
0: he is and courtney cox turns out she's a big bachelor oh. fan. oh i got to, to meet courtney because she was also feeding me jokes and and uh when i she was very nice and, and gracious and that sounds so she, scary When i got to meet her she's like oh my god i feel like i know you and i'm like oh my god same and i immediately almost said pivot <laughs> but i was like i'll just keep it good job i'll just i'll act like good job i'll act like i just doesn't totally blow my yes. mind that's a good call uh she was very nice and as i'm waiting um i in the about to go on stage in preparation for going on doing some stand-up i you know i was i was, I was youtubing some of my favorite comedy acts i don't know why because i was just being fed jokes yes. and i was just you know but i was just trying to get in the element yeah you got to so one of my favorites bill burr you know he's a, he's a i'm a favorite i'm a big fan of bill and uh he was performing that night at the the comedy store. Later
2: that night,
0: I mean, the comedy store has all these three rooms, rooms it has yeah. All these rooms, and so he's just floating around backstage. I'm like, oh my god, that's a Burr, and I'm like, ugh. and then he walks in and looks right at me, and he goes, "Hey, how's it going?" Puts his hand out to shake my hand, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like a big fan, you know, and like he was chill and cool, and. He just kind of kept walking. You know, he didn't like stick around to have a conversation. I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, does Bill Burr know who I am? And I'm like, I feel like he maybe does based off of this interaction.
2: Yeah, I bet he does.
0: Jared came in because Jared and Ashley came to support in this little stand up bit. And Jared's also a big Bill, Bill Burr fan. And, and I'm like, Jared, it's Bill Burr. Man. He came up to me and he's like, he said hi and shook my hand as if we're like best friends. And he's like, there's no way bill watches that show ah. and i kind of is i'm thinking to myself I like i was kind of playing back the, that moment in my mind and i and i i realized i'm pretty sure bill bird doesn't know who i am and i think what happened was uh i probably got a little starstruck and i'm pretty sure i was this eye fucking bill where i was just in like in a glazed st- daze, which didn't feel like a long time but it was probably like <laughs> two or three hard seconds from just staring at him and my guess is bill just deflected having been in a situation like this where he's like i'm just gonna say hi to this guy yeah um and i'm gonna like make this un- awkward situation not awkward by just shaking you know he's backstage he's some you know he's he's allowed to be back here yeah it's probably a safe space sa- safe yeah. safe space so i'm pretty sure bill doesn't know i am and i'm pretty sure i was just just eye fucking him, and he just uh decided to, be chill and cool but anyways it was, it was yeah
2: i don't know he has a wife i feel like he definitely knows who you are
0: i don't know i don't know i hope so because the alternative is, is i made him feel really awkward
2: oh no and
0: he's just like all right just just shake this guy's hand and get out of here you hopefully he doesn't murder you oh no um uh, but it was a lot of fun well we heard the news that chris
2: bukowski and katie broke up what do you think about that
0: you know they tried Really? What do you mean? I mean, you know, she came out without a ring. I mean, I don't, no one's yeah. mind's blown here. Uh, I wish them the best. I, I'm sure it's not great for them at this difficult period. And I always kind of say in these situations, uh, for everything I know about it, it, was a very real relationship. So I'm going. I'm sure they're going through a real heartbreak right now. Um, I don't know much. I think it's more or less mutual. Doesn't mean it's not mutually hard for both of them. Yeah. And um
2: it was hard they weren't living in the same place.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's tough because the you you meet in this kind of crazy world and you fast forward a relationship and then you get out of that world and you have to decide well, how much should we fast forward the rest of it? Mm. Um, you know, okay, fine, we got engaged on the show. Okay, we still have to get to know each other you know, a lot of these people don't live in the same cities. Does that mean we move? And if we do move, do I move to a whole city and get my own place? You know, sometimes it's it's, it's challenging. And I, I have no idea why they didn't work out. But yeah. I wish them the absolute best. Yeah. You know who's still together, though? Joe and Kendall. Yep. Uh, and maybe there's something to be said about uh not getting engaged on Paradise and uh, slow playing it, mm-hmm. less expectations. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Joe is a <laughs> I had a fun time with Joe. Kind yeah. of an unconventional interview. Yeah, I don't know. We were just kind of hanging out, shooting the shit. Got to know Joe a little bit better. I I, I really enjoy Joe. He's one of the people. I mean, I didn't know him on the show. I, I didn't really get to start knowing him until after uh, the show. And, you know, we're, we don't know each other a ton, but every time I talk to Joe and get to know him, I always like him more and more. He's just a, he's just a normal good dude.
2: Yeah. His Wall Street stories are insane. Yeah,
0: and he's, he's, there's a lot to Joe that you didn't really get to, to know about Joe on the show. And he's one of those people who, you know, I, which I appreciate, he refuses to be different Uh, having result in the show doesn't mean he's not doing different things it doesn't mean he hasn't changed as a person but his core in terms of like who he is he still has perspective Mm -hmm. he 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 can kind of call bullshit on himself and in the world and he doesn't kind of get he doesn't feed into his own hype Mm uh which i think is is important so i've really i've really got to enjoy joe so without further ado grocery store joe up next
1: joe welcome Thank you, thank you for inv- I don't even know how to talk.
0: Do you have you point. done, I, I,
1: I, 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 Joe?
0: Can we say you're a little hungover?
1: You know, I, it and must, it must. Yeah, I, I'm hungover. I'm I'm definitely getting older because I did not drink that much last night. I have a friend in town. I had, I had three mezcal and sodas, mm. two beers, and then a fernet.
2: Oh, you told us earlier three drinks and Everybody's changing and I'm was
1: five. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. It, Are you still drunk or just bad at math? Uh, uh, both. I think I think a little bit of both, but I feel good. I'm going to power through this. Oh, I no. feel good. The ibuprofen Ibuprofen's really, you know, hey, you, you said you threw up. <gasps> I threw up
2: this morning
1: three times no. this morning yeah and
0: are I, you a throw upper so i find there's two different types of people there's the blackout people and then
1: there's the throw up people i am a, a, the throw up person i'm a throw up person throw too up person. <laughs> i am what a gang i i tr- i was gonna tell myself like uh, i told i told myself to wake up and just run and sweat it out and i put on workout clothes and went right to the bathroom and started throwing <laughs> And that was it. And then I was like, "I can't like,
2: believe you made it here."
1: But I'm here. I'm here, and I f- I'm feeling good. I'm not going to be able to make too much eye contact. I'm going to be looking <laughs> straight ahead the whole time. So you time. don't get nauseated? Yeah. <laughs> so I swear oh, that's what no. I'm doing. Uh,
0: that well, I mean, I get it because what I have, I don't drink that much. But when I when I've gotten really drunk, and this has been a long time, I get the spins oh and that's when i would throw up yeah. like i've and i've never i've never blacked out i've never not remembered are
2: you making him more nauseous uh, I no, I'm okay. no, no i'm fine no
0: no i've never you know like i've always had a vivid memory even the times i was the most drunk are you the same way
1: say that again <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're gonna get through this show have you do you do you Have you, do you not black out and not lose your memory at all? Like, I get, I've been really drunk and I've not in any way lost my memory.
1: I, yeah, I do not lose my memory. I remember everything that happens. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm, this doesn't happen to me. That's why I'm, it's, you're thrown off. Yeah. That's, and honestly, it's, it's the age thing. I mean, I'm getting older. I can't, I can't do what I used to do, but I don't even drink that much either. And that might be, that's also
0: definitely why.
1: Yeah. And it's because it's ever since I moved to LA and and a lot of it I think is being in a relationship too, because when you're single you're out all the time and you're drinking and you do shots and I just don't live that life anymore. So now that you're a, a married man or uh Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm not married <laughs>
0: yet. I'm Drastically. Married. I don't li- I live I love j I don't live that life anymore. What were you doing reti- before you met Kendall?
1: <laughs> I'm a retired vet. Yeah. <laughs> well no but like you go out like you're used to going out at night and I, now i'm used to like go we're, you know we go to bed at 10 at 30 and we watch you know friends before we go to bed and you know it's just it's it's different it's nice actually. did you it's nice it sounds
0: like you guys have a bit of a routine we do we do uh, uh are, is, are you a routine guy or is kendo a routine gal and you are following her routine or did you guys collectively decide as a couple, you built a routine.
1: I think as a couple, we built a routine, and I like to watch uh, like a feel-good show before I go to bed. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Like I like that. Like um, the other night, we watched Home Alone because I love oh, Home Alone. It's <laughs> great. You know, it's a feel-good movie. It puts me in the Christmas mood. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did, have you. Uh, we did that. Have you always been this way in terms of like?
0: That's a smart idea. Like why are you wa- like I mean I have watched like a suspense thriller before I go to bed or a movie that, you know, just makes me
1: think and I never I won't sleep. So here's a fact about me. Um I am a little weird. Weird <laughs> We're we gonna get to that, but that's yeah. why I- No, <laughs> really? Yeah. <I'm> just <laughs> um but like so I will watch like the same four movies over and over again. So like I for like it's not- that weird. well like for like six months straight I would watch like midnight in Paris before I would go to bed
0: oh so you're like a six year old
2: I have friends who do that though but you, you
0: know like when you were a kid and then like a new Disney movie comes out and you would watch it a hundred and sixty times there yeah i don't think they're listening to this podcast but there are kids out there right now that can relate to like yeah they're like frozen all the time well 24 7
1: that's was was home alone for me like that's what i did i watched home alone like for a couple years straight but as an adult you are now doing this yeah so uh, my main movies are my go-to movies are oceans 12
0: Really? Yeah. Well, of, of, that's the worst one.
1: It's my favorite. What? I love ocean because I. It's the it, because you like to travel and food. I like to travel. I like the way it's shot. I like. Um, and those guys are very cool. Like I really. um sure. Like I idolize. But they're cool
0: like, in all three of those movies. Why?
1: Something. Yeah. Something. I. Something about like being in Amsterdam and the way it, it feels. It just. Yeah. Just. Okay, Oceans Twelve. Yeah. What
0: and then Midnight in Paris? I think
2: like these are defining of your personality. Mid- yeah, fun.
1: <laughs> Midnight in Paris, um, Paris, Paris. I can't. I, I definitely am. It's having, a good movie. Yeah. these are good movie choices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's my other? What were my other go-tos? Home, Home Alone. Home, Home Alone. Um, I like the movie Manhattan. I've not. I'm not familiar. Woody Allen. what with Ellen. Mm. A big Woody Allen guy. I like. Well. I mean, I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Edit that out. I don't know what Woody Allen has been doing these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's always been on the the radar for not. He was he was ahead of the Me Too before Me Too was. We everyone that was a thing. Everyone, everyone knew. Was like oh, yeah. everyone
1: knew, but weirdly, this went along with it. No, we wa- we actually um, started watching. I only watched the first episode, um, but we started watching the R Kelly thing.
2: Have that's you, not a good thing to watch before bed. You watch no. that before
1: bed? No, I don't watch that. That's, that's <laughs> like <a>, the that, <laughs> opposite. That's like a 6 6 p.m. time. But have you seen that? Uh I actually have it cuz it's just can't like watch it. I don't
0: I got the gist of it. I even started watching the Michael Jackson one and it was like, "All right, I get it. I'm done."
1: The Michael Jackson one I watched, that one was pretty bad. That was hard to watch. Those those are those are rough.
0: Okay. Uh let's back to the more positive life. How did you <laughs>
1: I, we're, we're bouncing all over the place.
0: So you you like very positive. So you you vote. You're a routine guy. Even before you met Kendall, I'm getting the impression that you there are certain things Joe likes, and what I, the little bit I know about you, and this is what I like about you because I'm somewhat the same way. You really know what you like, and you also know what you dislike. Yes, and you have a strong opinion yes. on
1: both. Yes, that's that's said perfectly. I, there's I like things and then I don't I don't <laughs> like things. I, I like I like I like um, I like clothes. <laughs> all of them. All the. Are clothes. there certain? I like to be dressed. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, I like you know, I like I like shopping. I do like that. I like um I like fall. I like Christmas time.
2: You're a basic bitch, basically. Uh, I'm not
1: finished. I'm sorry, sorry. I like New York City. I like pizza. I like locks and a bagel. I like Woody Allen movies. Seinfeld's my favorite show. There you go. Joe and I are pretty similar.
2: That's things everybody likes. That's
1: true. Yes, but I'm very passionate about those things. I live my I life like them
0: more <laughs> than everybody else.
1: I, I live. I surround myself with those things on a daily basis.
0: That's cute. You know. So you,
1: you believe you like your comfort things. Yes. Yeah, I like to be comforted. <laughs> I like coffee. I love coffee. Same. Oh, hey, I mean, so we could really
0: hang out. Yeah. Um. I thought Joe. I, I mean, I've been thinking about having Joe on for a while, but Joe and I were recently on Ellen together, and we did that game show. And the game that was fun, right? And, and the game show was uh, basically spilled tea that you haven't had before, which I thought was harder was hard to do because I was like, "What do I, what do I Talk say about
2: yourself on a podcast? Well, the podcast the or
0: the show or whatever." Joe's was the most interesting. The jingle, Joe, because mine was like, oh, "What do I do? I don't do anything that interesting now." And I and mine was I've had sex while driving once, and this is something I did when I was. Twenty or something, and then me and my girlfriend at the time were like, "This would be fun to try." It was like it was a very it, yeah. not smart. Don't do it. Don't recommend it. But it's what you do when you're like early and you're kind of figure. You know, you're you're having sex for. You're
2: talking like a blowjob, right? Not like no, sex. we had sex. Oh no, that's a terrible idea. It terrible.
0: <laughs> it was not even that fun, but <laughs> I can say I did it. You know. Anyways, Joe. Joe thought of something that was like current recent he's actively doing yes (laughs) which i a i also like that joe's like i don't care fuck it i'm just gonna say it but you have a jingle
1: after sex that you (laughs) and you actively sing it well yeah yeah. and well here it's just bizarre beyond belief well we had to give three facts that were for daytime television, but about sex. So that was very they difficult. They asked for
0: something sexy, yes.
1: Yeah, that was difficult. And I all I said was, like, after sex sometimes, I'll be like, I just had sex, and it was awesome. And i say it like, kind of like joking around, like, and Kendall laughs, and we just laugh, and it's just like a joke. I'm not like, like, like I'm not like, sex. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm just messing around. I, I get what you're you saying. Know? How hey, long have you been doing that? Um, That's been going on for probably five weeks <laughs> five to six weeks yeah i love
0: what joe's so earnest about it's like yeah, you know, uh. <laughs> any rewrites to the song has it always been the same song
1: yeah it's just simple i just had sex and it was awesome and i say it in kind of a funny voice and i say it a few times maybe three or four times kendall laughs i laugh she she kind of repeats it too and you guys are
0: singing this together <laughs> and then, yeah
1: and then we go on with you know showering you know taking a shower after sex and getting dressed and doing what we got to do
0: so the sex
2: is still good
1: sex is great that's
2: yeah. great yeah good we, to hear we, yeah
0: it sounds like morning sex during the day because you shower and then go about your day <laughs> well <laughs>
1: <laughs> afternoon sex it, oh, uh, here's the thing
2: afternoon delight yeah. you have.
1: i'm a big afternoon delight guy why um because i usually have the most energy because he's getting older <laughs>
2: Geriatric
0: sex. Uh, it's like really after it, eight. I don't know, man. You get you're minimal effort. We
1: have Home, home Alone. <laughs> you have to watch at least a half hour of Home Alone, and if I time this correctly, I won't be sleeping by eleven, and that's a problem. No, um, but yeah, it usually the song usually comes when we do have sex, either in the morning or the afternoon, because that's those are always fun times to have sex. You know, most people are working. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we just had sex. It was awesome. You know, (laughs) (laughs) have you got laid a lot before you met Kendall or? (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, I I was fine. Like I I was actually fine. Like, yeah, I was a normal, uh, you know, I was I I was able to go out and and meet women and usually do all right. Yeah, it's great.
2: Were you the king of Chicago? Would you say?
1: Are, we, are you asking before before Bachelor? bachelor. Before I was, you know, um, I wasn't the king of Chicago. There's a butt coming, more like the prince. Oh
2: no, uh, no
1: that was lame. Uh, no, I mean, I would, I, you know, I was a single guy. Um, I always did, you know, I did pretty well financially. Like not like, oh, you know, I was okay where I could afford to go out on the weekends. Um, yeah, and you know. I was single, so I you know I you know I went out, <laughs> did shots, <laughs> did some shots, yeah, and in, um, yeah, I mean, I was you know you're among friends, Joe. It's fine, you can. Yeah, I just, I just think yeah, I was just doing that, you know. Um, but I was at a point where I was ready to be in a relationship, and I didn't, um, and I just I never really found that, and then the show happened and. Now I'm in one.
0: Have you talked a lot about other podcasts? I don't want to bore the audience about your night one experience because when we and I talked about it, I thought it was a fairly fascinating story about your whole mindset and and how that all went down.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I I have talked about it, but I mean, I don't mind talking you, about it.
0: Well, I don't want to bore the audience. You uh you I I and I heard this from producers. You like froze in front of the cameras. Yeah, you literally. I froze. didn't? I, I, t- I mean, people say that, but like it, it turns out they actually said words. where I, you
1: didn't? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I did, but I did, i wasn't making any sense. Like I was talking, and I was rambling. Like I, I walked up to Becca and I said, like, "I don't, uh, like, I, like nothing I said made sense, and it <laughs> went on for like a minute, and then I said, I forgot everything I was going to say." My name's Joe. (laughs) (laughs) This is after you've talked for a minute. This is after I've talked for a minute. So now, and I see her like, I see. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I see her like look over and she's like, yeah, like, is this guy for real? And now I know, like, I know I'm not stupid. Like I know when people are like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. You're a self-aware guy.
1: Yeah. And I walk in, I'm like, holy fuck, you know? And they aired that.
2: Well, that was Uh, after the limo.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Oh. And then I got I got the number. see, I think here that okay, you know, I got pretty popular for being a night one guy, yeah, no one will ever replicate what you did um and I would say that's because I would say I was probably somebody that should have gone would have gone decently far on that show if I did not freak out night one.
2: I will say this is going to be embarrassing, but I was someone watching it. I was like, oh, my God, this is like the dream guy. And I friends with the producers, I texted him. I was like, how did he not make it past night one? And he's like, I don't know. But I wasn't alone. I looked on Twitter. Everyone else felt the same way. People
1: really went nuts over yeah. that for that. But you, you look at that hair. I don't know what I was doing. That you, haircut. Oh, that was brutal. But
0: it is wild to think because... Everyone gets nervous, but Joe was so bad that they weren't like, well, like let's we'll just keep him. We'll like let him settle in. They really thought he really can't function as a human. You must
1: have been truly terrible. I it was horrible. And you you want to know what? And then for paradise. Paradise there was actually somebody that backed out last minute. That's why I was there. No I way. was surprised to hear that because I thought you were a shoo-in. Yeah. Well, I, I think I was, but I don't think I was a shoo-in to be uh, original cast. And I think,
0: and to that point is, and I didn't hear that until after Joe. Is that again, not to beat a dead horse, you were so bad night one, and I've heard this from <laughs> other producers that they were just like, we can't bring him on because he can't talk. Yeah, and, and so it was like, how can we make TV if he can't? We can't bring him on just to sit there, and then. You told me the story about one of the producers who's no longer the show when they brought you down and kind of came in and gave you like a, a pep talk. Yeah, he
1: came. He came into my room. He said, and I remember I really got along with this producer, and he came in the room. He goes, "How you doing?" I said, "I'm good." He goes, "Are you going to be able to do this?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Are you going to be able to do this?" Oh
2: my gosh!
1: I said, "I think so." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and paradise a lot different it's a lot different and once i was still even nervous that first day but once you get past like it's just it's so much more calm
0: it is surprising because like i don't know you that well but you are a guy who is not afraid to give an opinion and you're not like a little bit of hang out with you you definitely like even just going on ellen and telling your sex jingle story 90 percent of of bachelor nation casts wouldn't Ever admit to that because they're so conscientious of of the perception of them. And you are—that's not—that's not—that's not, that's not, not why you got weird, which is so kind of bizarre to think that you froze so much because. Uh, and that's where I, I relate to you that way. You're just kind of like, eh, fuck it. I'll just say it. I'll just say what's on my mind, which is great for reality TV. And yet you were you you struggled so much at first.
1: Well. It, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what has changed is cause even paradise, I'm sure there could have been a lot more of me, but I was really nervous in front of the camera. What is it about the cameras? It's, it was the fact that I've never done it. Mm. So it just took me a while to, it's like anything, anything I've ever done, like any job, if I was to work at seven 11, it would take me a couple months to be comfortable. And now I'm comfortable because I've done this for, I've done Dancing with the Stars, which was in, that was y- awesome. you've done it, but that's, you know, a out of body, fish out of water experience. And then I did the tour where I actually like host it in front of thousands of people. So after doing all that, now I'm comfortable. Now I could sit in front of a camera Season and not care. So yeah, now I'm, now I'm professional. <laughs>
2: But a lot of people that go on The Bachelor, they're like either influencers or some of them used to act or, you know what I mean? He's like a true. Uh,
0: I think you see that more and more. I don't think most of them used to act. Do you think so? I don't know. You
2: Peter has an IMDB page.
0: Peter. Peter the
2: new Bachelor.
0: Oh, he's from LA. And that's the new generation Maybe a little bit more now, but uh, I feel like most of the people that cast are like from the Midwest and um, re- regular folk uh and even joe's out living in la now it's not like joe's not he you know i wouldn't call him an influencer but he's doing his own thing it's not as if um so i think that's i think i think joe's just more i don't think we're talking about joe he's sitting <laughs> next to us i like it you're uh yeah you are you're you i find you unique in that sense and refreshing because you're just kind of like eh, whatever i'm just gonna be who i am
1: yeah i think i th- i i, I definitely notice that a lot of people in our world are, are scared, or not scared, but are, are are worried about what they say so much. Like, I can't, oh, I can't. Like, I'm so worried about, you know, cause we have like, you know, the ABC audience. Why um, do you think that
0: you're not like that? Like, what is it in your mentality that have you always been that way where it's just, because, you know, in fairness, people outside of TV, the world, we're all in, in society, always trying to be polite or always trying to not offend people yeah and i'm guessing you've always had this type of personality even before the show Where,
1: just gonna throw it out there what i'm thinking i i've always been like this and it's really because i know what makes me happy and it doesn't make me happy to fake fake things or to lie so for me i'm like if if you know, I smoke weed before I go to bed once in a while. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I never I've never tried marijuana like I can't. I'm not going to do that. Like, yeah, once in a while before I go to bed, I'll smoke weed. And it's not that big of a deal. And I wake up and I feel great. I just had sex. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, and I think and I'm just like, it is what it is. And if people don't like that, I'm not I'm not going to change the person I am. So somebody it's because it makes somebody else happy like you know I'm i I couldn't agree more but I, <laughs> I find that very refreshing uh
0: before you you fell in love with Kendall, kind of going back to to your dating life i mean what um we we talk a lot about dating on this show what are when you said you were ready to settle down were you were your were you actively trying not to have a girlfriend were you kind of just out there and seeing where it goes have you had serious uh girlfriends before kendall
1: kendall's my first serious girlfriend really yes oh. yeah why um i mean in the sense that like was an active you know like that, when, you're okay so when, when you- yeah when i was young so i was a trader at the chicago mercantile exchange when i was from the age of 19 to 24
0: and Something like
1: pork bellies um i was trading in the nasdaq pit so that's awesome uh, yeah. How did you get away from that because i ended up losing my money basically and the in the business dried up and i f- was 24 and i felt like i was going on 50 and i was miserable wow um but at that time i just i was like i'm too you know cuz i worked with a lot of older guys and a lot of guys that had money and they're like oh you know you're you're young be single be single and that kind of just was like yeah you know draining you yes and then once that once i i quit that and i started doing the produce, I was working, waking up at one thirty-two in the morning and working 10 hours a day, and I wasn't making nearly the, the money I was making before. So I was really just, it was kinda hard to get back out there. Um, Were you self-conscious about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, How'd you end up in the grocery store business? My family's been in it my whole life. So my dad had like a, a produce route and he delivers produce to restaurants. And then I had um, an uncle that had a house in the market and they sell to like all big grocery stores. But um, so what are we talking about now?
0: Your your dating life. Oh. You
1: felt like oh, you oh, were making money. less money. Oh yeah, yeah. That I think that got in my head. And then um, the truth is, I think it's very hard to meet someone at a bar or a nightclub and have like, you know, become boyfriend, girlfriend, because usually what happens. Well, not in that moment. Well, no, but it it, it just always felt like it was like a hookup thing. And it just for me, I, I'm not the, I'm not the kind of person that was able to walk up to women at a grocery store or a coffee shop and say hi. I couldn't do that. I was too shy. I I
0: struggle with it.
1: Like that's...
2: Yeah, you could get slapped in the face. It's kind of scary.
0: So... <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, I... Listen, I've always felt confident with women. I've, you know, I've always felt confident talking to them. But when it comes to that cold open, so to speak, walking up to someone and saying, hi, I've done it before, but I, I wish I just did it more often because I... I i do know that i even if it's like even if they have a boyfriend or if they say no it's just like there are probably more times if that i would probably get a reaction i was hoping for i just chicken out all the fucking time yeah um and it's just like i don't know why but you just you just get so nervous
1: yeah and it's it, you just like in your head and you know you're not gonna sound smooth and it's gonna be rough and it's just like uh so so I didn't do that. But when you would meet women at bars, how were you meeting them? Well, I was drinking. So you got And when, when, once you have a few drinks, you're and everybody at the bar is drinking, and everybody's there to talk. So it's like one of those situations where it's like, you know, it's just known. Like, okay, we're going to talk, I'm going to talk, you're going to talk. And then, you know. You, wouldn't you, like, so
0: when you say, I mean, I agree, like, no one's going to go to a bar and fall in love, but everyone's loose, everyone's drinking, it's certainly an easier way to break the ice with someone. Yes. Yeah. But would you go in there with the mindset of, like, this is just a hookup place? What if you met a girl, enjoyed talking to her, and got her number, and then, like, when you're two sober
1: people on a Wednesday, grab a drink? Well, that's that's what I tried to do. Um, it just, nothing ever clicked. What did? Would you ever bring a girl home? Like the night of yeah yeah i've had one night stands before yeah, no, I'm not, no
0: judgment but like uh, what and do you did you and let me ask you this did you feel like uh you met a girl uh you wanted to bring her home and then you guys hooked up did that immediately make you feel like uh she wasn't
1: um someone you wanted to date then oh because like i would be so like i'm for whatever reason yeah n- um no And the reason why is because I looked at it like, I'm not going to judge her for hooking up with me. Not judgment.
0: I don't think you ever would judge them. But did you ever just like feel like the. I mean, why, why, why any of these women did you not uh, want? Did you ever like, would you had, did you ever take a girl home,
1: hook up with them and then go out with them and then be like, Let's get together next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I have I mean, I date it like I date it like I had that where, you know, you know, I would date for a month or, you know, a couple months. It just, it never, um, I don't know. It just didn't turn it in. Yeah. Never. Well, never why but, do you
0: think a bar then wouldn't be like a, at least a great place to maybe meet someone because the grocery store, you get more nervous or whatever. I'm I, I protecting I, I, the I, bar scene I, here. Yeah, you know? I, I
1: think I think um, I actually think you're right. I, I, so I just it didn't work for me. Well, I guess it did technically work for me too. So yeah, yeah. I guess I, I take back what I said. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's not ideal. Like it's not the story you want to tell your grandkids. But uh, it it it's an easier way to meet someone, and then yeah, yeah. And everyone's true. enough to lucky to go on on paradise
1: and and find their that's true their and true love. And most people in bars are single. So, you think so?
0: Is that true? I guess
1: a half. I, I, oh, I would
0: say, I would say seventy-five percent. That's true. Whenever you are in a relationship, you are like, why are we going out? <laughs> I don't, it seems so. Yeah. Why are we competing with all these people? Yeah. Um, and then you met Kendall. Yes, and she has changed your life for the better. Yes, she has. Did you, when you left Paradise, were you pretty? Uh,
1: did you think that you were gonna? No, be in this relationship now. No, nope. no. When I left Paradise, honestly, I thought I was going to be the next Bachelor. I thought it was a possibility.
2: That's what I was telling you before, because
1: people had mentioned it, and I'm like, this is a possibility. I wanted. Um, to. <laughs> I I looked at it like I'm from I'm I live in Chicago. I don't plan on moving to L.A. Kendall lives in L.A. Um, we, you know, we didn't have sex. You know, not that, that I mean, but, you know, you don't. Okay, okay, I get you saying <laughs> <laughs> oh, There okay. was no jingle to sing.
0: <laughs> but uh, you
1: didn't hook up on the beach. No. And I Why was not um, because she wasn't ready. Um, and I was like, that's fine, because I l- seemed very, uh, at least on Paradise, kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's what they show, but she wasn't ready to go into that room, which I understood. Like, there's cameras in there. No, I'm saying she seemed reluctant about the relationship in general. Oh, yeah. And Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I think it didn't really click for us till after. And I remember being home for a few days and thinking, hmm, I'm thinking about her right now. I think I might really, really be into her. Why destroy this? Why just not? work on this let me see where it actually could go because my whole life i I haven't given relationships any chance so let me actually see and the more we started hanging out and getting to know each other it was like wow i actually enjoy being with this person every day did you connect with her who reached out to who first i dm'd her and then she booked a ticket to chicago and then the producers came and, and you were like, it. Hey,
0: I'm still like, why are we, why are we
1: not trying? Um, I think we were both like, uh, we don't know. So she came to Chicago like three weeks after and when she came to Chicago, like, cause I was difficult to talk to, like, she was texting me and calling me and I was more not being very responsive. Cause I was just like, I didn't believe it was going to actually turn into something. Are you a skeptic? Yes, I, I didn't. I didn't buy the whole bachelor thing. I'm like, this will never work. I get what's happening here. You go on this show. My attitude was, I go on this show. If I fall in love, great. Is it going to happen? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know. And then there's like, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, that's I get that. Yeah, I really, I really but I did think that I'm like, I wasn't stupid. I re, I saw like what happens on Instagram and everything, so I was looking at like. I probably won't meet anyone on this show, but I'll be able to meet so many more people after. I'll probably end up finding the girl that I'm gonna fall in love with because of it.
0: I mean, I get that logic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hasn't really panned out uh, for some people.
0: Um, and, then, and then Kendall, and so, I mean, see, and then now you're, you're living in LA, you guys are living together. You seem like
1: one big happy couple.
2: Did you, like, Wait to see if you were going to be the bachelor before you pursued Kendall or was it?
1: No, oh. no, I, 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 I once she came to Chicago, we hung out with no cameras. That's when I'm like, OK, let's 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 see if this works. Let's actually try to date. And we were both on the same page. Do you think if you uh, if you weren't casting on
0: Dancing with the Stars, um, where would you be living right now? Or would that have a been hard? question. Because right, you you basically lived out here for two to three months via Dancing with the Stars, which made that transition so much easier. You got kind of assimilated and accumulated to L.A., and you guys kind of got used to this routine. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was almost like, well, I'll just stay,
1: yeah, kind of thing. So if it was, I don't want to say we wouldn't be together because we are really in love, and it's and it's a very healthy and fun relationship. But if it wasn't being casted on Dancing with the Stars, I don't know if we would have ended up together. Because being in LA for those two and a half months was so crucial because that was the point, that was like the beginning of our relationship. Like, I can't do a long distance. And she couldn't either. Like, like I wanna be physical with the person I'm in a relationship with. So I can't do long distance. Um so that show was a big reason why I think it worked out. It,
0: it makes sense too, because like we get asked a lot of questions about like long distance relationships. I've talked about um, just in my life and I don't know how you feel, but like every time I make some sort of drastic change, like there needs to be some sort of boost or launching pad that I need, you know, in terms of like whether I, when I moved to Chicago or moved to LA, like there was a, a jump start I had, right? Because if there is no dancing with the stars you're just you're living in chicago you have your comfortable life in your apartment and she's here and you're thinking to yourself for a girl that you don't really know that well wait am i going to just move to a ho- i'm going to change my life drastically and it's harder to do that because you feel like what well, would i do this for this one person and what if it doesn't work out yeah and yeah, you got this kind of boost through dancing where, well, you're not moving for Kendall at first. You're coming out here for a period of time and then you got to know this person. And it's it's kind of fascinating because it wasn't like it wasn't like you're saying, Oh, I didn't have these strong feelings, like you said, but like it's it's a crazy notion to sometimes want to do that in in a relationship. And people struggle with that kind of idea of having to do that. And the same time if you don't have something like dancing with the stars, I always find that things are easier than they seem sometimes. Would you agree in terms of like, was it that hard to move to L.A.? I, yeah, I totally agree
1: with that. It But wasn't. it seems like, like such a mountain to climb when you are in your very comfortable life. At, at the time, it would have been, without Dancing with the Stars, to just leave my friends, leave my family, leave my condo, leave my job to for one person to just, yeah, exactly, like you said, just move to L.A. was like absolutely the not. The idea seems impossible. Absolutely not. Like I'm not, I'm not going to move to L.A. and try to become an actor. Like so what the hell am I going to do? Um, That's the harder part because I mean
0: obviously dancing helps that. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's financially lucrative. It's fun. And then that was a bit of a platform. But like, yeah. even more than that, I think just being out here is a... It's kind of fascinating when you like thinking about long distance and couples who are in long distance relationships
1: who their needs. You you do eventually have to be in the same city. Oh, yeah. You can't. It just doesn't work. I mean, unless it does. But I, I don't know anyone that could just do long distance for years. No, not
0: not forever. But you usually need that kind of boost or that that reason to go. And sometimes you need to feel like you're not doing it just for that person. Right? Because then you feel like almost that, that like resentment or whatever, like yeah. you're doing it, you almost feel like, why am I doing all of this for you? Yeah,
1: and you're not doing it for me. yeah,
0: it is, it, it can get heavy, heavy handed in that regard
1: a hundred percent like I yeah, exactly. Like I didn't move to l a for Kendall. I moved to l a because I got cast in on a television show, and the fact that Kendall was here was a plus, and because of that, we were able to explore our relationship and it ended up really working out.
0: Are- go ahead, Rochelle.
2: She just seemed so supportive of you during Dancing with the Stars too that.
1: Oh, she was great. She was at she went to every show. Like she did not miss a show. Uh, she helped me practice. Um uh, like she was literally there for me the entire time. She never um got jealous or anything like that. Like she was great. Kendall's a very easygoing gal. Yeah. She is. I don't I don't
0: know her that well, but she's doesn't strike me at all as a jealous person and just always very lighthearted and and a very easy to be around person. Yeah, she is. She yeah. Yeah. Well said. (laughs) Yeah. That's the vibe I've always got for so what what's next for you guys? Or, you know, I mean what are you doing out here? What's what are you guys looking forward to? I know you guys are having a Friendsgiving
1: tomorrow. We are having a Friendsgiving tomorrow. Um you're invited. Um What are we doing out here now? That's a good question, because once you agree to do all these shows, you basically have to quit your job and your life does kind of get flipped upside down. So now I am living in L.A. trying to make a living off of, you know, entertainment world, I guess. Sure. Um, I'm going more along the lines of like doing food stuff and um I was lucky enough to get paid by Southwest to just do something with them. I saw that. Yeah. What'd you do with them? Um I did a little food tour in California. Um we did something with BuzzFeed recently, which was pretty cool, BuzzFeed and Kroger. So um yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. And Kendall has her podcast. When did Kendall started a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. It's called Down to Date.
2: Nice. She helps people, right? Yeah. Yeah. She
1: like facilitates a first date. Like a planner? That's a fun idea. Like a not a planner, like a
0: mediator. A
1: media like a uh yeah, like a professional people meet on our podcast? Yeah. It's a first yeah. It's a blind date How it.
0: long has this been going on?
1: Um she's about twelve episodes in. let's get Rochelle on. You wanna go on? She'll I def- do. she'll definitely have you on. <laughs> okay. A hundred percent. Uh that that who is she doing it with? Herself. Oh, uh with uh um, Oh then. no, but no it's just her Yeah, it's so. her.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. So that's And
0: she's not doing the she was the taxidermy she was in tax where
1: is that was that more of the show okay was so she actually my what,
2: friend used to work with her because she did like set design stuff yeah,
1: right? yeah yeah she collects taxidermy she we have she probably has about eight to ten pieces but it's not like she's at your place yeah but so it's you, not like you just she, have like what do you got i haven't been to your place <laughs> do you have a lot of creatures yeah they're around but they don't bother me. <laughs> um but it's not like she has like so joe's so earnest i love it He's so matter of fact I love it. it's not like she has like an operating room in our in our back room where she's stuffing these dead animals like she doesn't do the actual taxidermy does she name oh. them do they have names um we have I feel like they have names we have a badger named beaver because i i bought it for her and we were at like this taxidermy shop and i'm like she's you know geeking out with the taxidermy guy and they're going on and on i'm like just listen like how much for the beaver and they both look and they're like it's a badger i'm like whatever <laughs> like, um how much was the beaver it was 400 but i got them down to 375 <laughs> <laughs> no these aren't cheap like there's no, tax- that's what there's, there's taxidermy that's like eighteen thousand. like we went to a, um like a famous taxi to have a dead animal
0: stuffed in your place
1: yeah we went to a famous one in uh paris i forget the name of it but they have like and anything you could think of any animal and how did
0: kendall get into this
1: um she's just really into like zoology and and botany and you know she she kendall's fascinating she's 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 always reading a different book um, she'll read, you know. She will read a book about trees, like, and she actually did just read a book about trees, and she loved it. But she'll do that, like in in.
0: Meanwhile, you are watching Home Alone for the.
1: <laughs> like oh, oh, the
0: door, the doorknob's hot.
1: Don't do it. Oh, uh, that's funny. Woof. <laughs> um. So yeah, she's just she's she loves to learn. So.
0: And and you love to just
1: keep it. Well, I read. I mean, I read. I read books. All. I'm reading Omnivore's Dilemma" right now. It's a good book. Ooh, what's that about? Uh, Michael Pollan. It's just about like what we, what goes into all this food that we eat and how Perfect it's all foodie. Yeah, and how it's all processed and like how a lot of these like organic companies now, it's really just the same thing. Mm-hmm. And like if you actually look and see what's in on these packages, like his rule is if you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't put it in your body. And their thing is like you could eat but you were talking about yes, like chemical type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it is like you could eat all the ice cream you want. Make it yourself. And then you'll see how much you actually eat. And you you'll make the simplest meal you can make. You won't eat ice cream.
0: What do you do you cook?
1: Um I'm I'm starting to, yeah. <laughs>
0: because of this book?
1: No, because Kendall likes to, doesn't like to eat out all the time and I agree with that because it's a bad habit. And I'm really into food and I I enjoy cooking, so yeah.
0: Joe, we're gonna play a little game to wrap things up. All right, let's do it. It's called Do You Know Me? I'm more, in, I'm more interested in, in this round of Do You Know Me than most. I think, Why? I can't tell if he's easy to figure out or hard to figure
2: hard. out.
0: Hard. Joe?
2: Yeah. He worked on the trading floor. I think that's crazy. Where did you go to college?
1: I didn't go to college.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's insane.
1: Yeah, you didn't go to college. How did you end up no. there? My cousins were all successful traders, so uh-huh. um, yeah, I I, I just knew a couple guys in the Chicago. It's
0: kind of like if you're in the scene, you can get in. It's yeah, it's not
2: like the mafia.
0: It's well,
1: yeah. I mean, it was. It's very. Did you started when young. You said fifteen. I was ninth. Well, I 19. I started going down there when I was fifteen for like the summers. Um, and then I started, I got my badge when I was 19. So I clerked for a year and I started trading.
2: Your parents didn't want, weren't like you got to go to
1: college. No, because my, none of my cousins did and they were like very successful. Like it was it's almost like the app. Op- yeah. It's like, we don't, you don't need to do this. Yeah. Like, why would you like, and it was crazy because I was, you know, I had friends that went to the university of Illinois and I would go down there and like shots would be like 50 cents and and i made like six thousand dollars that day and i was like man
0: i'm i could kill myself (laughs) like
1: (laughs) like this is this is crazy
2: whoa
1: you were making six thousand dollars a day as like a 21 year old um so my issue was i can never handle a loss so i would build up my account and then blow it in a day so i had multiple days where i lost like thirty thousand, but i had October 2008 so I was either 21 or 22 I don't remember. October 2008 um for 3 weeks straight I made over 50,000 a week. So I made like and that was like how I got a lump of my money I made like 55,000, 53,000, like 52,000. This is
2: Wolf of Wall Street. And
1: then and then like the next week I made like 35,000 and then Another 30 grand the next week. And then one afternoon, a minute left to go in the day, I lost 60 grand. And then I went into work and dropped 30. And the next day, I dropped another 30. So I lost 120,000 oh. in three trading oh. days. Like an idiot. I was so like.
0: Oh. When you look back, because I don't know exactly how that works, were you doing dumb stuff or was it just kind of the luck of the bad luck of the, the volatility of the market.
1: Um I was doing dumb stuff. So I would It was it was almost like being at a blackjack table where you're kind you're, of like here here here's the issue. Here was my problem. Like I couldn't at the time I would be cuz we were really busy, I could be down $7,000 which I was like so upset with myself for doing that. But I should have been fine because the past three days I just made 30 grand. So deal with the fact that you're down seven. I couldn't deal with that. So I would just keep going and do, and just keep taking chances and chances. Making bad bets at a blackjack table where you lose a little bit of money and you're, you, you put a, you make a bad bet after a bad bet. You chase. chase. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's honestly, it's like a disease. Like you chasing gambling is like a legit disease.
0: I, I, i i don't gamble much but the little bit i do i feel like i'm glad i don't yeah i'm I'm glad i don't get into it because i i yes it's It's a bad vice it's not great you're an interesting man joe and i i feel like we're gonna learn more this is how it works joe it's called do you know me okay i'm gonna read a question i'm gonna insert your name Rochelle and i are gonna guess the answer so don't answer it right away okay we'll say joe Who's right? And you'll let us know. And then if you have an anecdotal story to uh, elaborate on your answer, please share. Okay. You may or may not. Okay. Do you know me with grocery store Joe? (laughs) Question number one. Has Joe ever eaten bear meat? Has Joe ever eaten bear meat? I know. I was at dinner with uh, two people who ate bear meat. Where were were you eating? I was in Finland.
2: Oh, in Finland.
0: I think he hasn't. Uh, I think he hasn't. I think he would if it was on the menu. He just is not. I think if Joe was at the dinner that I was at in Finland, he would have tried it with the other two gentlemen. Yeah. I was just like, I'll just. I don't think he's traveled to a bear eating. I think Joe would be down for a a bite of bear.
2: I'm going to change. I think he has. Someone's hunted it and then he ate it.
1: I'm going to still say no, but okay. I think he would. what's the answer? Okay, Nick is right. Ah, I haven't, and you are also right. I would definitely try it. Ah, darn it. I'm always down to experience um, new meats.
2: Someone hooked Joe <laughs> up with a bear.
0: <laughs> and there's uh, there's deer, shark, and alligator. Uh, have you ever tried any of those? I, I mean, I've eaten venison. Uh, yeah. yeah, so have I. But shark but and alligator?
1: Sh- shark, I feel like, could I have had shark? Eh, no, I wouldn't know it. No, I don't think so but I did just eat um, in Japan I just ate pig heart how was oh. That was Uh it wasn't bad it wasn't bad you know it's really gross and I mean a lot of people eat it but I really don't like you ever have gizzard
0: Mm-mm. no yeah. I'm not good at trying new things not that good and with food i
1: it's like eh I'm good yeah
2: is that part of a turkey
0: it's like um, the, is it, yeah but it's, it, it's like
1: it's like how the neck yeah it's like how the food gets like broken down oh. Um,
0: that sounds great.
1: It wasn't. wasn't.
0: (laughs) Question number two: Has Joe ever had a bowl cut? Has Joe ever had a bowl cut?
2: No, because his hair is too curly for a bowl cut.
1: Uh, You're selling your. How old are you? Thirty three.
2: Me too. I had a bowl
0: cut. (laughs) Joe has had a bowl cut. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, had a, I had a
1: bowl cut when I wore my Charlotte Hornets jersey of, who was that? Larry Jones.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's it's, uh, our generation. Yes. It was definitely, uh, and yep. the curly hair didn't matter. You weren't going to be, doesn't matter. You were not going to be discriminated because you had curly hair. <laughs> Absolutely not. You guys, I can still do this. Absolutely. Uh, it won't flop like yours, straight haired <laughs> guy, but like, uh, I, I'm also, they're going to come back. You think? I don't, I'm proud of it. There's no way. In about five years, you'll, uh, they're going to be back. The bowl cut. Yeah, I could see that. It's going to happen. That Has back. Joe ever hooked up with someone 10 years older than him?
2: I mean, he's out there trading on the floor as a young 18 year old. I feel like, yeah, there had to be some hot older woman at work.
0: I'm going to answer this the same way I would bear meat. No, he hasn't, but he definitely would if the opportunity presented itself.
1: I think um I think I have. Yes. Do you think you have? If
2: he's eighteen, a twenty eight year old, that's very possible. I would
1: say okay. yeah, I, I have. Hell yeah. I would say right around that mark. It could have been like eight or nine years. So we'll allow it. That's
2: yeah. Get it, Joe. That's right.
1: where the think a Two one out. Nick, Rochelle, getting back in the game.
2: Thank you.
0: Has Joe ever been arrested? And we're gonna say handcuffed, not necessarily handcuffed. Uh he doesn't have to have been booked, so to speak, okay. where he had the there's no missing a mugshot, but has Joe been detained and handcuffed by police? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same era. <laughs> yeah. It it happens, you know. when, well, you when you're making 50,000
2: dollars a week,
0: yeah. drinking shots and you're 21, the rules don't apply to you. There's no way you don't do something stupid. Yeah. Well, Joe thinks he's above the law. No. It, it, What'd you do? It, Are you sure. Probably something dumb.
1: It wasn't like I was weeks. making if I was I, I only made that 50,000 a week for 3 weeks, but Either way. Yeah, I'm still no. still pretty crazy. I, it was it was crazy. Um, it was a crazy experience. Was it alcohol related? Um well, I think we got, you know, we got cuffed a few times just in high school, like hanging out at the park, drinking, like oh. that was a big thing in Chicago, like the forest preserve and the parks. So that, yeah. Is there a mug shot of Joe? I'm looking. No, 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 there's not.
2: Well, we'll see.
0: He spent some of that 50,000 to pay for it to be taken off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did Joe drink alcohol for the first time before the age of 15?
2: Well, I think we just established that. Yes.
0: Before age 15? 15. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, not his first sip of beer.
1: Because, like, first, like time you know, I got, you're, you're, first time I got drunk.
0: Yes. First time you got drunk before yeah. 15. I
1: was a freshman. That's
0: close. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's
1: right on the... So freshman's 14. I'll allow okay. it. All right. Yeah. All right. Living. 3 2.
0: <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> what'd you, what'd well, you Google That is for funny that? because I it's Joe
2: Ammobile Mustang. First of all, she
0: looks dangerously hot, and Amanda got more Instagram followers after that. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a picture of Al Capone and then Amanda. And Stanton. That's, funny. That's street
0: cred right there. Yep. Um, has Joe ever cried? After a test, like after he found out he got an F, mm-hmm. no,
2: I Joe, think so. I think he's such a sweet, sensitive soul.
0: Yeah, but I think Joe's more like that. We'll get it next time.
1: Yeah, no, never, wow. never after a test, no,
0: never. I, were 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 you that? In, I don't, I don't think you're that into school.
1: No, I was, I was a very bad. I was a bad student. Like high school was not my strong suit but i went to an all-boy high school and everybody just misbehaved and it was just like a thing
0: oh i feel like yeah this way you describe your family like it
1: they didn't prioritize that as much no no i was i were I like i had the like even like seventh and eighth grade like i had the work oh damn so i always worked for two nick final question
2: <laughs> you always have to keep score is there anything any, that we win or is there anything. any
0: other way? Pride. <laughs> uh. Has Joe sung karaoke in the past six months? Yes.
2: Um. I
0: don't. I. I don't like to sing karaoke when I go to. Like I went to a birthday party last week and it was a karaoke. And also doing karaoke in L. A. Ugh. It's not the same as like people are performing. Yeah. It's like everyone's like it's their open mic. Yes. And then they're, like, really good and, like, really into it. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm not going to sing the person who could. Why aren't you in a band? Yeah. Um, But the, besides the point, I'm still going to say you have.
2: Well, he does sing a jingle after sex. He does. So he's musical. Um, <laughs> I don't think he needs the attention. He was on Dancing with the Stars. He's got that quota filled. He doesn't do it. He doesn't get up and Oh, do-
0: I don't think Joe would karaoke for attention. I think he
1: would just be a team player. I'm going to say yes. Okay, I'm going to ask a question now. Okay. Does it count if it's on my friend's rooftop? Yeah. And no. okay. Wait, it that- have to be at a karaoke bar? <laughs> if if you could do karaoke I'm just saying
0: that cuz
2: I don't want to lose this point.
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't do <laughs> I wouldn't I probably wouldn't sing karaoke at a bar cuz oh. I would feel uncomfortable and I just like you said, like I don't, like I'm good. Yeah. Like I don't need to do it. It's not going to make me feel better about myself, so I don't I yeah. don't feel the need to do it. But I did sing karaoke um on my friend's rooftop in Chicago probably about 6 months ago.
2: Oh, fun. So. That
1: sounds
0: lovely. Rooftop
1: in the summers Chicago. of Chicago. There's <laughs>
2: nothing better than it, summer in
0: Chicago. It's, it's
1: a really good uh, You still a, go back a, a lot? Trade. I'm go, we're going back Monday for a week for um fun. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Totally fun.
0: Joe, it is a pleasure talking to you. You are uh, an enigma, thank an interesting you. guy, but also in it, you're.
1: I it, love how you define one the of the most. But well, you're you're normal.
0: <laughs> you're normal and like in a like you're not afraid to be yourself and not afraid to be normal and and I think right. that in a weird way makes you uh, interesting and and say more interesting than a lot of people. Oh, thank so you. Uh, I've I've quite enjoyed
1: it. Michelle, and any I'm final a, thoughts?
2: I'm a, an original stand so.
1: Uh, this was fun. This was enjoyable. Rich, Rich, I, are you okay? No. <laughs> and I'm not even hungover anymore. So you got that audio. We yeah. Audio. I beat it.
2: What what do you think was the reason, like, uh just last question, Dancing with the Stars was so successful for you.
1: Like, like you, you went so far. Oh, um I well, Bachelor, I think we have a pretty big fan base on that show. The guys kinda all leave the same week. And, you guys left the same week? Well, he was on more episodes,
0: but we left the same. Oh, like, I did In that. terms of like the rankings, are pretty
1: much about this, the same. Yeah. And I, I think I had a really big Chicago vote. Like, oh, cool. Because I, I have a big family and a lot of friends in Chicago. And I feel like, and they were all like, my brother's a policeman and he had the entire station like voting, oh. like like filling all their votes. So like, because who, I mean, like, I mean. I'm not like a person that votes. The grocery store Joe, like just name, I really
0: did you well. Yeah, you know, just kind of like the. I mean, like I mean, you working class? Yeah, yeah.
2: What
0: what is it, Joe the plumber? Like what? What election was that? Where it was like this guy called Joe. I mean, fuck! It's such a
1: grocery store Joe was. One of the greatest nicknames that could have ever happened to me.
0: <laughs> I'm a little bummed that when I Googled you yesterday in prep for this show, I had to go. I had to Google grocery store J before you came up. Came up immediately after that, but I really wanted you to go grocery store, which is obviously a very common thing. I've been very impressed. If I would have typed a grocery store and you would have been like number four,
1: mm, that's, but a, I goal. Had, I that's had a goal. I had to right type there. J. Yeah, that's so a goal. right
0: Nevertheless, now. still impressive, Joe. I, I've said this to Joe. Uh, no one will ever replicate his bachelor experience uh, and uh i you know i, I don 't think a lot of things about what I did on the bachelor uh, i don 't like wear with a badge of honor but I know that people won't replic- replicate what I did, and I think it's very cool that no one will ever have the same experience that you had on the show. No one. People will try to do it. There will be people who go home night one, and some people will be like, oh, why did they go home night one? And they'll think they'll be able to do what you did, and no one will ever do it again. Yeah. That much I am sure of. It was such a unique run, and it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice to
1: um, have that. Yeah. It's fun.
0: Well, Joe, thanks for, for coming on again. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to uh, rate us five stars if you so choose. Don't forget to check out vilefiles.com for some merch. And we'll see you next time.
1: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.